where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Bring out the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. With Brad Thompson, I'm Anthony Stalter. It's the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. Let's head to our 101 ESPN celebrity line. We're joined by the play-by-play man for your St. Louis Blues right here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber. What's up, Kerbs? Anthony, how are you today? Uh, doing, doing very good. You guys, you guys doing a, you're kind of doing a special trip, I hear. Well, yeah, we've kind of looked at the schedule. Uh, Greasy's freshman uh, first semester as a freshman down at University of Louisville was uh, – she had her final exam on like Tuesday, so I looked at it, and one of us was going to have to go get her. And I said, "Hey, why don't I just pick you up, and I'll we'll just pick you up on Thursday morning, and then we'll drive to Columbus, and then to Chicago after that, and do a little blues road trip since I got to go work the games anyway." And so it's a, uh, a little father-daughter trip here right before the Christmas holiday. That's awesome, man. That's how it should be, Curves. That is fantastic. Now, uh, does any of this have to do with the fact that uh, Jamie Rivers is a liability on all the charters and you don't want to be around him? (laughs) No, no, I don't think think it's got anything to do with that. Actually, it's it's great to have Jamie on there. We we pour some bourbon together on some of these trips. So, uh, no, um, he hasn't tried to take my seat on the plane yet, so I'm okay, I think. That's good. Just, just that's watch good. him. That's when the bourbon starts to flow. That's when you really got to watch Jamie Curbs. It's just a, a hat tip, okay? <laughs> well, listen. Now we did. You know, unfortunately, like you know, he sits right. The first few flights, he sat right next to John Kelly. But we had a couple of people, you know, on the last trip, so we could finally get our poker game going again. And it bumped Jamie back a row, which might not have been very fair to Jamie. But <laughs> I will tell you that uh, about four hands in when I flopped the Royal Flush and were able to get everybody to pay in on that one, that was a pretty good hand to poker. Oh, nice. Golly. That, I'd quit. That would make me a little bit angry on that <laughs> flight. It would be a little bit more bourbon. Hey, speaking of angry, a lot of fans angry last night. Maybe not even necessarily at the result, but maybe at the officiating in it. I, I know that Craig Berube talked about it. A lot of the guys talked about it. You can't let the officials take you out of the game. But what did you think about the way the officials called that one last night, Curbs? You know what, I thought that, uh, honestly, the officiating through the first two periods was fine. There was only one call that I really didn't like, and that was the hook on Robert Thomas. It was a referee from the backside that made the call, and, and, and it was a bad call. But if you looked at it from the angle that he had, you could understand why he made that call. But it was still a mistake. And I, and I have a problem with, we have too many calls made by the referee behind the play, and I'd like to see more calls made by the referee in front of the play than behind it. 
Now, in the third period, I thought the guys were awful. Like, I thought, I mean, and, and my whole thing, and, and Brad, you're probably the same way. Well, hell, as a pitcher, you had to be the same way when it comes to this. Okay, if the guy's going to give the high strike, no problem. Give the high strike the whole game so you know how to pitch, right? Correct. In, in, this, in this case, there was a standard like the slashing call on the, the slashing call that they made on Torepchenko, one hand on the stick on the on the hip of the guy, like there's it's impossible to, to put that standard out there, right? And then, you know, I think the slash on Sunquist was legit. You know, I thought McIsaac was too thin skinned when Craig Baruby let him know what he thought. You know, so I, I didn't like the third period at all, especially after they missed what was a clear trip on, uh, you know, on uh, on Brandon Sod. But having said that, look, they didn't lose that game because of officiating. And I'm really, I'm glad to hear what Craig Berube said, what Nick Letty said. Like, the leaders of this team said all the right things. I mean, there wasn't one guy blaming that game on officiating. Uh they, they knew that they didn't come out ready to go. They knew that they, they came out with another bad second period, and they came out in a game where they should have been able to lock it down by executing and succeeding on the power play. Um, and and instead, of, instead of succeeding on the power play, they gave the game away to the Vegas Golden Knights, and, then, and that's happened a little too frequently lately for the Blues. So I think they knew exactly where the – accountability really needed to be and and they did that or at least they accepted it i should say chris gerber joining us right now on the fast line on 101 at espn curb so another you know, look jordan bennington has been sensational that game in vegas was uh you know outward otherworldly bennington allowed five goals last night but 48 shots how, how did the blues what's the number one key for the blues to alleviate some of the shot number of shots that that uh, Robert that uh, Jordan Biddington and and uh, the goal the goaltenders are facing this year. Well, I, I don't know how to uh, to look this one up right away, but uh, I'll, I'll figure it out a little bit more this evening. There were 18 power play shots last night for the Vegas Golden Knights. At the time, at one point in time, Vegas had 18 shots on net on the power play. The Blues had 18 even strength total shots in the game. It was it's just it was just a messed up weird ratio, um, but not a lot of those are great eight chances. They were coming from the outside. If, if there's one thing we've seen, and and look, I, I think you're 25 games in. I think you know the DNA and the characteristic of this hockey team. At 25 games, they're going to give up a lot of shots on net. There's only four, and maybe off the top of my head, four, maybe five games where they've held the team to under 30 shots on goal, as it is. Right, so you know that the goaltenders are going to face a lot of rubber. You know that if they're not great A scoring chances, they have good goaltending, and that you can look at it and you go, okay, look, a lot of goals have gotten in past Jordan Bennington of late as well. But again, you look at the amount of rubber that he's faced, and and that's an issue. I'm I'm not at all concerned uh, about the goaltending. It's just I, I think right now it just looks as if, and I did ask Craig Berube this question. I said, are is your team too easy to play against in, in the defensive zone? And, and his reply to that was basically, you know, at times, yes. Sometimes we just have it. We don't kill plays quick enough that allows them to get some momentum and some zone time that wears down our team. So there is a process that they're trying to work through, a process that they're trying to get through. This has been a killer of a road stretch with 11 of 15 on the road and only one day at home. 
without travel or a game or a holiday in this stretch of 25 days. And so there hasn't been a lot of practice time. But they're going to have to get back to the way they were through the first 15, 16 games of the season. That's the system that's going to make this team successful because right now other teams are just finding a way to get too much offensive zone time against the Blues. And, and, and by the way, and what you saw Monday night against Vegas, that's the blueprint. They know that if they play that game, they can beat and play with anybody in the league. The question is, is can they have that blueprint and play that way every single game? And they've yet to prove that to themselves. So, so Curbs, break that down for our listeners right now because, like, it, it always sounds so simple. Like, do this and you'll have success. Well, doing that is not always the easiest thing. You mentioned the schedule. You also know that teams are game planning against you. How hard is it for a team to get to their game night in and night out? Uh, it can it can be very difficult. And, you know, the, the one of the biggest differences over the last, 15 plus years in the NHL guys is that I mean just the level of, of the parity the balance that's in there like you honestly from day one of the season feel like your playoff lives are on the line every single game it, it's insane you, know, you used to really have your haves and your have nots you knew there were a handful of teams you could go in there you didn't have to worry about you used to trek down to the floor to take on the Panthers you get some sun and you knew you were getting out of there with two points right and now now, if 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 you don't if you don't pull it together, you know against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, for example, on Saturday night, they're going to beat you, even though they've only had two wins in their last twelve. They're they're going to beat you, and you feel like the just the weight of the season's on there. So you got that mental aspect of it. Then you've got the mental aspect, and Craig Berube touched on this early in the season with me. He goes, "We we have to have team toughness, and by team toughness, I'm not talking about the willingness to fight." He goes, I'm talking about the mental toughness to not just bring your best every single night, but every shift and how you manage the ups and downs of the game. And they haven't managed the ups and downs of games all that well, which is why the trends are with the other team scoring first and the Blues scoring first are what they are. So it's a difficult thing, but there's, it is a way to succeed and win and play hockey. And, Brad, if, if you've got a guy that – tries to get that extra dangle at the blue line rather than make the smart play with a one-goal lead and get it deep, and then it causes you know a rush coming back the other way. And, and I'll use an example. Here's, here's one of the Blues' best players, Robert Thomas. High hockey IQ. You've got a one-goal lead against the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas. You're up one nothing. You're in the third period, and he tries to cut back across the blue line rather than just keep the puck on the outside, get it in deep, and get on the forecheck, which had been working. It's turned over. Pavel Pichnevich then dives to go try to make a play and accidentally trips a guy. It's on that power play that the Vegas Golden Knights score a goal, right? It's, it's things like that that when you get – when you're playing winning hockey, you're not going to make many of those mistakes. And I think that's where the Blues are working through to try and get to that point. They played a great first half of the game last night, and then they made some mistakes and, and couldn't grab it back in the second half. Curbs, we know you're on the road. Have a great trip with your daughter, Gracie. Blues, Blue Jackets tomorrow night. Of course, we'll be tuned in right here on 101 ESPN as you and Joe have the have the call. But uh, have a lot of fun with, with your daughter. This should be a fantastic uh, trip for you guys. Yeah, we're going to enjoy it. Hopefully bag two points for in each game while we're at it and then get home for a little home cooking for a while, which will be nice. So uh, have an awesome weekend, guys, and uh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Curbs. We'll see you. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye.